You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 298. In this episode, I talk about when it is time to stop. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's episode is about stopping to do something. For most people, it is harder to stop doing something than to start something new. For entrepreneurs, this is especially hard. And in this episode, I talk about when you know it is time to stop. Go to signal.com forward slash 298 for the show notes of this episode and to sign up for my free video series, Build Your Dream Business. So why should you stop doing something? Maybe it's bad for your health. Maybe it's something that just doesn't work. Maybe it's something that has worked for you for a while, but it's not the right thing anymore. Maybe it's something that just needs to change. So you don't really need to stop doing it, but you need to change the way you're doing it. So there could be many different reasons why you should consider stop doing something. And in this episode, I'm going to tell you a few stories from my business and life about when I recognized when it was time to stop. I have covered it in a separate podcast episode that I was addicted to Coca-Cola. And it feels kind of weird talking about it now after so many months of me actually stopping I knew it was not good for me, but still, I was drinking Coca-Cola every single day for 30 years. And many people told me to stop. And when I switched over to Diet Coke or Pepsi Max, my nutritionist friends told me it would be better to drink the sugary drink. So that's what I did. But of course, they wanted me to quit completely. But that didn't seem to be an option. It was such a habit. It was like I couldn't sit at my desk in the afternoon without standing up again and walking over to my fridge and grabbing a cold bottle of Coca-Cola. Now, if you are addicted to Coca-Cola, this is going to sound very exciting to you. And probably you're going to walk over to the fridge right now and grab a drink. And sharing this story, I still have this feeling of it would actually be nice to have a drink of Coca-Cola. But I resist the urge. And for many months now, I have not had a single sip. How was I able to change my mind and stop? Well, it started to sink in what people are saying. But still, when somebody tells you to stop doing something, it doesn't mean that you actually will do it, especially when it's such an ingrained habit day by day, week by week, month by month, and over years and years. And it was like drinking water to me. 
but I knew that at some point I wanted to stop. I just didn't have that urge to stop in that moment. But yeah, I knew it was bad for my health. And one day I was putting on a skirt that I had bought six months earlier and it didn't fit. Now, I didn't stop drinking Coca-Cola to lose weight, but there was something about that moment that allowed me to take an instant decision. I took the skirt off because obviously it didn't fit. I put on something else. And since that moment, I didn't drink a single sip of Coca-Cola. And I've not tried to lose weight. I actually started by drinking other sugary drinks like Sprite to kind of adjust to this uh, change in habit. And since that was not as an addictive drink, slowly but surely I stopped drinking any sugar drinks and moved over to sparkling water, which is still something that I drink almost every single day. I try to mix it up with regular water, but this was my way of quitting a bad habit, something that I knew was bad for my health, but I didn't have the urge to quit. There wasn't a pressing need. I wasn't really sick. I wasn't really trying to lose weight, but somehow still trying on that skirt was the pressure or the switch in my head that I needed. So if you have a bad habit that is affecting your health, It is going to be hard for me or anybody to tell you, oh, you should quit. But you should maybe look for a sign that allows you to give you the permission to quit. You need to want it for sure. And in the beginning, it's hard. But I didn't have those uh, headaches or things that I was worried that I would get when you stop drinking a, a caffeine drink. Nothing of that happened because my will was so strong to make it stick this time. And now I don't even want a sip of Coca-Cola. Nice sparkling water? Yes, please. So maybe there's something else that you might need to stop. Maybe it's something that just doesn't work. And let's talk about business now. Maybe there's something in your business that's not working out. Let's say you bought software or you subscribe to software and let's say it's an email software and you have realized already that it doesn't really suit your needs. It doesn't have what you need, but you are using time and maybe money to make it work and you're kind of wasting resources and not wanting to switch because you know it's work to switch software. But what you're doing when you do this, and this could be anything, this could be software you're building, this could be an online course that you're trying to sell and just doesn't sell, but let's stick to the example of uh, email software that you're using. I was using MailChimp. I started with a free MailChimp version like so many other online entrepreneurs, and I was trying to make it work. I used MailChimp for a long time in my business, 12 to 18 months. And it cost me a lot of time and ultimately money, 
because I could have done something else with my time and maybe sold more things or done more marketing, but I was trying to make it work. And there's a saying for this type of a project that needs to stop. It is concept of sunk cost. So sunk cost is a cost that has already happened. You have invested in a software or an online course or a program. Maybe you are in a program that is not working for you and you cannot recover the cost. It's gone. It's sunk. It's gone into the ground and sunk cost should not be considered when you're trying to make a decision what to do next. So let's imagine a big company and they start with a project and they pour money into the project and one day they realize this project is going nowhere. The human tendency is to look at all the money you've put into the project and make a decision based on that. So let's say you have invested $5,000 into a program and you have really done your part. You've done the work, but something about the program is just not working for you. Now you could spend more time, more money, more resources on it, or you could actually accept and say, this is some cost. I'm not going to get the money back. It's time to move on. We can also use this example for a concert ticket. Let's say you buy a concert ticket or a conference ticket. I remember actually once I had a conference ticket to the web summit in Dublin. I was really looking forward to it. I had planned everything around it, but as the conference was nearing and I was kind of checking out the speakers, I was less excited about going. Uh, there was not the amazing speakers that had spoken the year before. So I was not super excited. And it was a time in my business where financially, this was maybe not a smart decision to go away, uh, fly to Dublin, be in a hotel and all the other costs that come with travel. So I had two choices. I could either invest more money to go to this conference. I had not booked my flight at a hotel yet. I just had the conference ticket. Or I could look at this conference ticket as a sunk cost and not pour more money and time into that project, which I actually decided to do. I didn't go to Dublin to the web summit. The conference ticket was in my name. I couldn't do anything with it. Maybe I could have tried to sell it, but I'm not sure that was even possible. It was just some cost and there was nothing to do about it. And you have to be careful when you have a sunk cost scenario, not to be attached to the investment you've already made. Making more investment into something that's not going to work out for you, or it's not the best use of your time, not the best thing to do right now because you have other priorities is a bad business decision. So I want you to remember the concept of sunk costs, but maybe there is something that has been working for you for a while and it's not working anymore, or it's kind of, let's say, run its path. So I did weekly webinars for quite some time until I achieved hundred webinars. And I realized around webinar 80 or so that I was getting tired. I was not feeling the same energy and enthusiasm to do those weekly webinars. 
I didn't see what they were really doing for my business. My business had taken off. They definitely did me a great service. Uh, it's a story I say all the time. I built my business with Facebook ads and weekly webinars. I built my lists with thousands of email subscribers. But at some point, it was just not the right thing to do. And I recall being at webinar 80 or so and realizing this, and I was getting tired. It, they were not weekly anymore. They were bi-weekly or even three weeks apart. So the whole project was kind of losing the momentum it had in the beginning. And somehow my business didn't need this project anymore. And I, I needed to do something else. And when something is starting to get heavy on you, it is feeling like, ah. Oh, I have to do another webinar. That's the way I was feeling. Then it's time to rethink your strategy, even though it's worked perfectly for you before, which this one had. I knew I didn't want to go to blogging, but I just couldn't think about doing this forever. But I decided to finish off the project, even though <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur that likes to start things and I don't really like to finish them. I am still a finisher. When I start a project, I like to finish it. And in my mind, I couldn't just stop at webinar 80. I needed to go on for 20 more and finish at 100 because I like that round number. And often when I'm doing things like this, I am also thinking of what is the story I want to tell about my business or tell to myself? What are the kind of achievements that I want to have made in life and business? And I really liked the number 100 a lot more than 80. So I went up to 100 and I even used it as an opportunity. It was actually kind of a nice coincidence. It was kind of planned, really, that webinar number 100 was also a launch webinar. And I could then invite people to my 100th webinar where I was opening cart to my program. But you see, even if you're doing something that is working well for you, it doesn't mean you should do it forever. And you have to look at how you're feeling about a project. If you have been doing something and you were planning to go to 100 and maybe you are at 30, maybe you were going to offer 100 discovery calls and at discovery call 30, you just feel that you're tired. It is time to take a break and maybe even stop it completely like I did with my webinars. Now I only do them when I'm launching. I don't do them to just build my list or nurture my audience. I don't do that anymore. But also there might be something that you maybe don't want to stop completely like I did with my webinars, but maybe there's something that just needs to change. Maybe in the frequency you're doing it, or maybe you need to change something else about it. And here we come to my podcast. I started my podcast on August 2nd, 2017, and I did 100 podcast episodes in 100 days. This was quite a marathon project, and my whole podcast team can vouch for it. It was quite a challenge for all of us. And again, at episode 80, I felt things getting a little bit heavy on me. I knew I wasn't going to do daily episodes forever. So everyone on the team knew that after 100, I was going to go down in the frequency. I had not yet decided how many, but I was starting to look forward to be finished with those 100. 
I went down to three episodes a week because I had a lot to share. I love doing these solo episodes and share my stories with you in the hope to inspire you and motivate you to take action. And I also like to interview my guests. I have a long list of guests that I can interview on my podcast. And then I also liked doing the on-air coaching episodes where I coach my clients uh, live on the podcast. So having three episodes a week sounded perfect to me. Now, we are at episode 298. There are two more episodes or basically just one more episode until I'm recording episode 300. And again, several episodes ago, I was probably say 20 or 30 episodes ago, I was starting to feel the same kind of feeling that I was getting a bit tired of doing three episodes a week. Even though we have a fantastic process that I've covered in another episode and everything runs smoothly with my team, I was feeling the urge of changing things. I have a big, big conference to plan for 2020 in Iceland. I am wanting to write a book this year, finally, after wanting to do it several years in a row before. And now I feel it's really the time for me to create that space. In terms of the programs I'm offering, I've already uh, simplified a lot in my business. Instead of running three mastermind programs, I'm running one. I've introduced a group coaching program instead of one mastermind, but consolidated two others. I'm running Samba. I basically have simplified my programs and made sure that I really value my time and are not offering one-on-one, even to my VIP clients. Those who want it, they pay for an upgrade, but otherwise it's not even included in my VIP mastermind. And so when it came to the podcast, I knew... At some point, I needed to change something. But actually, it was around Christmas time. When we came into Christmas, I felt tired after the year. I think 2017 was a bit... I was over-delivering on many things and creating a lot of things and wrapping things up and thinking about these changes and shifting into the year of bold, which 2019 is for me. And actually, instead of recording new episodes... I went back and rerun several episodes over the Christmas time. And that worked quite well. It's not something I recommend you do all the time. And I did it because I was basically getting a bit tired. And I then asked my team, what do you recommend I do? And they all said, switch to one episode a week so that I have the time and the space to create really good episodes and don't feel tired. So I now actually feel quite excited about this change. First, I was like, eh, I don't want to change. I like my three episodes a week, but I had to listen to my body. And it comes to everything I've been sharing in this episode with you. You got to listen to your mind, to your body, what the mind or the body is trying to tell you about when it's time to stop doing something or change it up radically. So even though I didn't initially agree with my team to move into one episode, I started to actually like that idea. And instead of shifting it right then and there when I was tired, I again wanted a round number. I didn't want to switch to one episode a week at episode 
283. That sounded weird to me. No, I wanted to move forward and go to episode 300, celebrate the 300th episode with you, and then move to one episode a week. So what will happen is that I will be mixing solo episode with guest speakers. We will take a break with the on-air coaching. I know they have been popular and people have really liked them. But for now, I'll take a break. They might come back. We might do what we call bonus sods. You know, I might have an extra episode some weeks of the year. So once a week is more the general setup of the podcast moving forward and with solo, alternating with solo episodes and guest speakers. And actually, I have already guest speakers lined up until end of July. And that makes me so excited. And most of these episodes I will be recording in the next three weeks. So imagine that. How can you make your business feel light, fun, easy? When I look at my calendar and the schedule for the podcast, I think that's amazing. I can record the next few months in just a few days. And of course, since I'm a spontaneous person, spontanepreneur, of course, I will have topics that I will quickly take what, what's happening and you will hear it the next week on the podcast. But it's good to have a lot of podcasts in the bag, so to speak. Because if anything happens, if you get sick or if you just get tired, you need to take a break or a holiday, that you have that patched. So that's why I'm changing to one episode a week. And we're going to have then also more time to distribute it, to share it, to even advertise the podcast episodes a lot more than we've done in the past. So all of this makes a lot more sense. And it doesn't mean that what I did before was wrong. It's all the child of its time, like we say in Icelandic. You are doing some things in your business and they are right in the moment when you're doing them. But when you feel getting tired or something feels too hard, look at what you need to change or what you need to stop and be willing to take that decision. It can give you sleepless nights. I can tell you that before Christmas, when I was uh, reducing my programs and making big changes in my business, I did have some sleepless nights where I was thinking a lot about if it was the right thing or not. But you always know that it's actually the right thing. It's just hard to make the decision and maybe communicate it with your audience. And I feel very light about this decision and I want you to feel the same. So ask yourself this question, what do you need to stop in your business? Please follow me on Instagram, sigrun.com is my handle. Create an Insta story. As you're listening to this episode, just take a screenshot on your phone and type in what you are considering stopping in your business or maybe you have even decided to stop it and share it with me. Go to signal.com forward slash 298 for the show notes of this episode and to sign up for my video series, Build Your Dream Business. Thank you for listening to The Signal Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give the show a review on Apple Podcasts. See you in the next episode. Oh,